The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. We just we just forced our editor to cut out three minutes of us talking about Terrace before we could start the program. <laughs> it is a, it's an epidemic, folks. Boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, oh, boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, boom. Guys, we've got a brand new watch, and I can't stress enough how legitimate this watch is, and I'm very excited about it. Yesterday, news went out, DuckTales reboot cast, have you seen it? Griffin, are you losing your mind about this DuckTales cast? It's an insane DuckTales cast, but I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a problem with making this a watch, boys. Why? I don't think I don't think it, the 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 small screen can be a watch. I think only a watch. If it was passengers' watch, if it was Star Wars, there's a new Star Wars. That's a then that's a big blockbuster Beck watch. Bennett, Bobby Moynihan, Danny, Danny Pudi, Ben Schwartz, David Tennant. Are you kidding me with David Tennant? I, I think it's Pudi because Danny Putty is <laughs> Danny, the, the fun new holiday toy. You put it on the newspaper, and yeah, Danny Pudi. <laughs> Um, no, it's 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 hot. It's hot as hell. Is it a watch though? Because then another problem I have with it is it's not here yet. I can't watch it. Okay, well, we're how about we're watching the horizon? We're scoping. This is a oh. scope. Then it's this- a then it's a scope. I, if we're doing a watch, then I'm sorry, but it has to be Trolls is on DVD now. Probably, it? May, no, it might not. be. It's still in okay. the Here's what I want to ask you guys. They put out the cast list, right? Yeah. It's, okay. it's pretty like they revealed a lot here but there's still some major characters that they haven't announced the casting for and i want to throw it to us to make that decision for them here's the characters that i didn't see on that list one the big one jump right out to me magic of dispel always trying to get that number one dime so she can cast magic with it two okay gyro gear loose you're just gonna sorry this isn't a segment where you want to make jokes about the actors and actresses that we think could fill these roles you just want to sort of spout lore um, and show off how many DuckTales characters you know. Well, I mean, I do want to talk about, but yes, mostly I wanted to talk about, also I had this really great joke that you just stepped on where I was going to talk about Gyro Gear Loose, or it might be Euro Gear, Gear Loose, and I wasn't sure how it's pronounced. It was really good. I've been oh, working on so, it for weeks. Oh, God, I'm sorry That's to okay. step on that one. That's okay. Um, you know, they'll fix it in post. Um, but, okay, so, let's start with Magic of Spell. Griffin, where are you at? Uh, I mean, Emily Blunt. That's I know she's good. busy, but not bi- too busy for DuckTales. If if David Tennant is in the mix, then if Beck Bennett, who I, is Beck Bennett still on SNL? Uh yeah. He's busy he's busy too. Get in there. Ooh, Kate McKinnon. Okay, yeah. I mean any SNL let's just make it an all SNL cast. Yeah. Uh can I hit you guys with a uh, sick magic of the spell and it's Miss Jessica Walter. Oh, oh God. shit! Yeah, from downtown. Okay. Shit, that's good, Justin. It's really good. 
is this gonna are we gonna get a revival of hot cartoons from my kid age? Are we gonna get it? Are we gonna get a tailspin starring Denzel Washington as Baloo? <laughs> that would be amazing. Reprising, reprising his character from Flight, with just replacing Baloo. Uh huh. He flies the plane upside down, drunk. I think I didn't see it. I saw the trailer, and I I think he was drunk, <laughs> just screaming it. "Wahoo!" I seen it. It was amazing. Here's uh, my question. Here's my question. Here's my question. It's 2016. It will be 2017. Donald. That's what you're wondering. Well, Donald's a big one. But 2017, right, is when this is coming out. It's hitting hitting shores 2017. What takes what's what's taking him so long? Just draw, you're just drawing funny pictures. Well, one you know? that. But two, what kind of dark gritty elements do you think they're going to put in now that oh. weren't there in our childhood? Guns. Okay. His cane has got a poison tip. It is fatal. That's a new thing. Oh, yeah. I wonder if there will be like whole storylines about income inequality in Duckburg. Interesting. It will raise some troubling. It's a, it's a troubling like visual. I mean, once you realize he's absolutely one of the like point oh one percenters. Like yeah, I think right? pro- he probably he probably the series probably opens with with him getting picked for a cabinet position. I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's see. <laughs> And I think the first episode we have to watch Launchpad McQuack's, um, or nope, sorry, Robo Duck's um, grizzly surgery that turns him, that replaces all of his fleshy duck parts with cyber cybernetic um, stuff. So like I, the lung, the lungs are gone, the duck lungs are gone. That weird spiral peepee that's gone, and it make way for Robo parts mm-hmm. now. Is all yeah. his organs they took out. And uh, I would like to pitch, if you're listening to this Disney XD, um, and I know he's super busy. Listen, you can't find a busier man in, in show business right now, but Fitton Crackshell, uh, a.k.a. Gizmo Duck, is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, that would be amazing casting. That would be really good. Please make yeah, that because, happen. And he could really sell this the duck screams, as because he's awake during the robo-surgery. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know why they make us look at this, and I don't know why it's a children's cartoon. Uh, if I could just put it in my hat here for Donald, because I feel like, like um, my Donald is so nightmare-inducing, as mm-hmm. I've tried to, like, replicate it for our child, it's so bad that uh, my wife makes me do it on command just to make fun of me, because she's that much in dis- Hey, bring, bring, me in- off a, bring me off a piece of football cream. You guys gave me, like, a line... Yeah, from Ducktales 2017 that he the Donald. My God, say. my God! There's duck guts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like it sounds like a an interstellar transmission from the Catrax, which is an alien species that's just sort of uh, based around violence. You might also be some kind of like the fly hybrid between Donald Duck and the fish from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Do you think when you're trying to get your Donald, you have to sound like that for like a hundred hours and then it just like gels, like it just comes to you? Do you think that's how it works? No, I think you're born with it. I think either you got it or you don't. Yeah. Uh, And you... You do, you do. Congratulations, Justin. You, baby, you got it. You got that sound I've been looking for. <laughs> Would you guys be interested in a new podcast called "Let Me Hear Your Donald"? And it's mm-hmm. just you talk to new parents 
or parents who've been in the game for a while, any parents, and just like, let me hear your Donald real quick. Let me hear mm. the Donald you're working with. I mean, if the last year has taught me anything, it's that just we can do basically anything up here, and people will listen to it. So Yeah, yeah too true. Do you want to hear uh, mine? Yeah, let's hear oh, your boy. Donald. Hello, I am Donald Duck. No, now, that's I know not what anything. You, now, I know, what, I know what you're thinking. That's not it, but here's what I'm planning. I'm going to read books uh, about Donald Duck to my child long before she ever sees him in oh, any I kind see. of moving I picture. See. And so then when she hears that, that person's doing it That's wrong. That's how Donald. So no no old Disney cartoons, no Kingdom Hearts. Not not, not until she's like five or six. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I put myself out there, actually. Can, real quick, mm. can I just hear, um, uh, I'm going to leave you boys with uh, uh, Uncle Scrooge in your best Donald and not a joke but like right now, cold. Give it your best <laughs> oh, to try no. to make that classic Donald. I've got, sound. I've got some we all sinus had a lot of fun at mine expense. Sure, mm-hmm. that'll make it perfect, even better. What a nice timbre that will lend to your performance. Okay, um, I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, Justin, did you do yours one more time as a reference for me? <laughs> this is what Donald is supposed to sound like. No. <laughs> No, you do yours right now, cold. I'm not stalling for you anymore. Make the sound of Donald with your mouth. I can't. I got nothing. I'm going to leave you boys with Uncle Scrooge. Say it. No, I think I'm just doing Bobcat Goldblatt. Yeah, Travis, I need you to do it for real and not don't laugh through it. This is serious. Don't fucking Travis, stop laughing. This is a serious moment. It doesn't help that Trace is looking at me in horror. Good. Uncle Scrooge. Oh god! It sounds like if Dobby got run over by a truck. Travis, Listen, I've finish, never finish, even practiced it before. Please. This is my first time. Travis, this is a. If this takes the rest of the episode, I do need you to finish the line read. Yes, yeah, what's properly. the rest of the I'm, line? I'm gonna leave you boys with Uncle Scrooge. Okay. That's the line. I'm gonna leave you boys with Uncle Scrooge. Yes, Teresa, it sounds terrible. I know. It like, it like yes, smudge. honey, I know it's bad. Sounds like Smudge from that Christian puppet <laughs> show we used to watch. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Now, Griffin, you do yours. Yeah, Griffin, let's hear your on fire. Let me hear your Donald real quick. That's pretty good. I didn't enunciate very good, but I did the sound. I mean, you did no words, but you had the sound there for sure. I if we could combine Griffin's and mine in some kind of weird overlay. <laughs> Is that close? Am I doing anything? Um, Let's please anything. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Boy, that is a good. Ge- that's the best game since which one vapes. Um. Uh. 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 Okay. So questions from listeners. We take them. We answer them. That's how we do it. Uh. And here we go. I'm a big kombucha enthusiast. I've been r- riding this fermented freight train for about two months now. So my question is this: Is it appropriate to bring a bottle of kombucha to a restaurant if I know they don't have it available? Or is it a no outside food or drinks ordeal like at a movie theater? Please help me, brothers. The prospect of washing down a meal without a drink is daunting to me. So should I bring my beverage of choice or just suck it up and order a water there? And that's from Boochin in Bremerton, Washington. 
This Love is... the booch! Gotta have my booch. Who got the booch? Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't. Are you kidding me? I don't care if it's kombucha. I don't. First of all, I don't. I'm not entirely sure I know what kombucha is. It's like a fermented tea. Yuck. It's like mildly, like very, very slightly alcoholic. Right? Like one percent. Hello. Hmm. Um. No, you can't. You can't for so many reasons. First of all, you can't just bring stuff into a restaurant. You can't. There should. I'm going to invent a food detector, and they can also use it at the airport um, because you're not supposed to bring that through security either. But you walk through the 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 door of this Applebee's and you step through the food detector, and if you've got a secret bottle of booch, then you are shown the door again. Turn around. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Hold on, Griffin. I want to stop you there because I feel like you're missing an opportunity there because I like this idea of bringing something in only because the restaurant doesn't serve it. So, like, if you get there and, you're, and they're like, what would you like for dessert? And you're like, you know what I could really go for? Slice of chocolate cake. And they're like, I don't have, we don't have chocolate cake. I'm sorry. And you go, mm, I'm going to have to go off menu. And you just, like, dive into your tote bag and pull out a slice of chocolate cake. You know it's what I mean? Like you, it's <laughs> a very, it's a very new interpretation of the term "off menu." Well, you gave them the chance, like you offered them the opportunity to offer you chocolate cake, and they didn't have it. This is no, Travis. You're joking, right? This is a yes, joke. Yes, of course, course of your, okay, of course I am joking. Okay, for fuck's sake. I mean, you really scared me there for a second because this person's. I'm pretty sure they're not joking. I think they want to bring their their stink tea into this Applebee's and then be like, sorry, you didn't have stink tea. No, of course they didn't have stink tea. I can't go to a fucking sushi restaurant and be like, hot dog, please. And they're like, no hot dogs. Like, <laughs> there is hot dogs. Singular. There is hot dogs. There's hot dog. There is. Do you like, okay. do you like, do you like hot dogs? What, how about these hot dogs? <laughs> there is precedent for this though, a little bit in a, in a, in a practice that has always creeped me out. And that is there are restaurants that are BYOB. Like they this don't have. This is not have, that. This is not but, this point. But it is, Travis but it says. is, but kombucha is alcoholic. But this is, it's, Applebee's isn't BYOB. If you bring a fucking six or a Bud Light Lime into Applebee's, you will be arrested by the cops. This is, is this is this is this you can't you can't just bring stuff into a restaurant because they don't have it because there's a reason they don't have it. They're trying to create a fucking atmosphere. They're trying to create a cohesive dining experience. Right. And Maybe if you bring if you bring a pair with the jalapeno uh boats. If you if you bring <laughs> your own like rice and s- sushi grade tuna into a fucking chilies so you can make the maki rolls that you want. You can't fucking do that because it's a Chili's. They're a Southwestern fun Tex-Mex restaurant. You can't bring sushi in there. Griffin, what do you think about bringing your own food to like a hibachi restaurant so that the person starts cooking the food (laughs) and you on the other side side of the table just start cooking food for them and you're flipping shrimps into each other's mouths and everything's just getting all higgledy-piggledy? Or not even for them, but you just like, let me get the shrimp teppanyaki and then I'm gonna just lay this hamburger patty down on this corner of the grill. You're not gonna use this corner of the grill. (laughs) This is my corner of the grill. Uh, Is it not BYO Burger? Shit. Well... (laughs) I, I I think that I would sooner. I actually think this is more socially appropriate at the movie theater. Like everybody's sneaking. Food yeah, yeah, everybody right? knows. And what's it's up. dark. Nobody cares. Nobody's gonna judge you. I also think kombucha. No tea. No shit. Well, I guess actually, yes, some tea. Um, <laughs> you. It's like a. It's kind of a joke, jokey thing to be like. Oh, I brought my own. I I brought my own kombucha to drink, isn't it? Isn't that like a like? It's like a bad Mad TV sketch, a little bit. Yeah, it's, well, like, it's on, Portlandia. On fucking, it's a Portlandia sketch. There, thank you. Yeah, that on that correct. fucking CBS show that's like millennials are dumb shits. Um, that would be like one of the things that one of the characters 
did. And I'm not saying it's a fair representation, but I am saying like it's maybe the uh, the optics optically speaking, it's the worst possible drink to do this with. What if hmm. okay. Okay, 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 okay. You get your kombucha out, pour it in a glass. The waiter comes by, give it the side give it the side eye, and he's like, Hey, where's that from? And you say, Another waiter brought it to me. A okay. dumb waiter. See, he's Todd like, Todd did have- this. Todd 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 <laughs> His name was Toddlin, and he came by and said, "Do you need any drinks?" And I asked for kombucha, and he got me one. I don't think we serve kombucha. I, this I may have gotten. It may be a new edition, or I may have gotten the last one. I don't know. But Toddlin did bring it to me. He is an employed official waiter at the restaurant. You know him. You, you know, know Toddlin. You know Toddlin, right? He you, brought this to me. You love Toddlin. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is good. You're like incepting Toddland into like this guy. Like you remember, he was your best man. Mm-hmm. Remember, guys, you guys went on that five day walkabout together, and it changed your life. Check your name tag. What's it say? And then it says Toddland. And then he's like, "Whoa, oh, shit! Whoa, you got me." Um, hey, do you boys want a Yahoo? I'd love that. This one was sent in by Nicholas Potter, who needs a a a, a an honorific because. Crush time. Nick of no, that's awful. Um You never we'll like any of my honorifics. Yeah, they're all pretty bad. It's from Yahoo Answers user Shame. Whoa. <laughs> Shame asks Would you rather live under the sea or mm-hmm. up in the sky? We've been on the land for a while and it's pretty good, but we basically <laughs> used it all up. <laughs> All the yeah. all the all the minerals, all the uh, animals down here were just like apparently. I read uh, Newsweek sometimes, and apparently we're we're making a real mess of it. Yeah, it's a real stink of things. So this is a really because I, I thought about this for a long time, and the Yahoo responses to this are almost evenly, perfectly divided. So I want to put the question to you boys: under the sea, up in the sky. I'm going to ask you a question. It's probably obvious, but I I just want to clarify. In some sort of habitat, in both circumstances, right? Like, I'm not, yeah, like, little mermaiding, a, just, like, swimming around. A cloud village or a little coral kingdom. Okay. Okay. So, like, <sighs> we're talking, like, Columbia or Sea Lab. You know what I mean? Or Rapture. Would, I mean, if you wanted to do both Bioshocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, too. that's probably the obvious one, huh? I think it would be a little bit more open-air concept. Than, but, yeah, and also not very racist which Mm -hmm. one can you bail on the easiest when it goes full cult because it will go full cult interesting i feel like the sky kingdom would be easy to i mean you just have to get you just walk right you just walk far enough and you're not in the sky kingdom anymore anymore, right i mean oxygenation is going to be a problem in both of these environs. That's well, certainly we'll say, not ideal. I mean, well, it depends on how high you go, world. Justin. What? How high you go. Like, yeah. you could maybe just be like 30 feet in the air. You're still Travis, in the air. If I, if I climb to the top of a mountain, I've read uh, back of the box, if I climb to the top of the mountain, I have to make cupcakes different and weird. Like, mm-hmm. certainly there's going to be some difference in pressure in this cloud kingdom. Are you, wait, ha- now hold on, wait, wait, wait. Now, Travis, when you envisioned a sky kingdom, are you tell? I just need to clarify something. I want to circle back on something you said. When you envision a sky kingdom, are you mm-hmm. literally thinking of like 
something that's floating, third, just like no, there, I, like well, barely okay. floating above the ground. First of all, you like, laugh. Look at me, but, I'm the Lord of the Blue. Like, you're but, right there. You're gonna hit you're a right building. there. I can grab your. I would sh- I can argue, grab your sneaks. I would argue that the other one is way dumber because think of how harder, how much harder it would be to resupply and move things back they're and forth. If, if you're, but if you're like thirty thousand feet in the air, if you're thirty feet in the air, a rope ladder is gonna cover you. Yeah, for, and it, it, people can bring you down too, like instantly. Mm. Yes, I, my my bounce house castle full of helium might be a terrible idea. Now that I think about it, let me give you this this quandary up in the sky. Up in the sky, it's obviously great, right? There's lots yeah. of clouds, but that's about it, isn't it? There's like some birds, I guess, and stars Sometimes. at night, and that's great. Down under the sea, there's so many different like fish like beautiful fishies to look at and there's like yeah. caverns with like hidden gold that mm. you could go swim around in and like play play in the ca- in the underwater caverns you could go mm-hmm. and just like there's so many unexplored species you could go find a new species i just saw this fish and it's just made out of like just this ball of feathers it's super fucked up and i h- hate looking at it but if i was the one that discovered it i would be so psyched so i feel like there's so many opportunities for fun adventures under the sea up in the sky it's just like clouds and that's pretty much all you get but there's also griffin up in the clouds very little chance that you run into something giant and terrifying oh you mean like, like a fucking airplane travis no i mean like a giant squid or like perhaps the first discovered sea monster you know what i mean like the the ocean is huge and very dense and full of shit and we don't know what that shit is in the sky i'm pretty sure there ain't dragons you know what i mean like i'm pretty confident there aren't dragons but if scientists come out tomorrow and they're like yeah turns out sea monsters totally real i would not be surprised yeah not yeah. A, not a shock they probably would have a better name for it i th- i don't think scientists normally classify things as monsters i think i would say i don't know have you seen the show river monsters it's not science i would well, say i've been thinking about it and i think i'll go with sky just because i don't want to get all pruney sure but you're in a habitat so you're fine i'd go La- swimming last night this is a sidebar to related to scuba and underwater activities last night i was trolling apple tv for something to watch to turn on the smithsonian channel and i there's a special there about this amazing place for diving and it is in Roatan, which was an island that I lived on for a month uh, and didn't do it. I didn't dive there. And as soon as I start watching the, spe- the special, I'm literally like overwhelmed by the beauty, the incredible reef beauty of Roatan that I did not experience. Worse, I have a very clear memory of someone inviting me to partake in scuba there. And that night, I heard there were hermit crab races and kind of wanted to check that out. <laughs> and I'm literally watching this this film where every, like, there's, like, old dude upon old dude's like, it's the most amazing scuba on the planet. People come from all over. It's a pilgrimage. You have to do it at least once. It's like, I did it. I did do it once, and I did go ahead and check out the hermit crab races <laughs> instead of getting into the scuba uh, how were the, action. How were the fucking hermit crab races, though? Pretty, they're pretty thrilling? They were fucking great, and I, I bet, and I picked a winning one. I got a certificate and everything and help charity it was like fantastic so i did like i had a i had a uh 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 a great cocktail 
um, and just had a great time, a, sort of a banana coconut thing, if memory serves. Uh, Monkey Lala was the name of it. It was a great cocktail that I had, and it was a fun night. I didn't see like the most amazing untouched pristine reefs on the, in the hemisphere but yeah. I, I i did get to see those little sons of bitches scoot around in that's fun Higgly Piggly. it's fun i mean it's fun i it was I, fun. I did feel like i wasted a bit of an opportunity that was very i, I was would very pay so much money to see justin sit down with these old dudes from this documentary about this school and have justin attempt to justify to them why the why hermit crab so races for charities was like <laughs> well but you guys also missed some pretty cool shit they i feel like i should have gotten equal time in the documentary <laughs> like sure sure boys that mm-hmm. all sounds great if you want to get wet how about this <laughs> Get yourself a nice monkey lala, head over to the Blue Bahia, and let's see some hermit crab races. Did you guys together. get a certificate? Bam! Yeah, did you How do you like charity? them apples? Did you have to see any eels down there? Well, yeah, we saw a couple of eels. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No thanks. Keep them. Ocean I watched, wieners? I watched the whole thing, and that's probably the saddest thing I've ever done in my life. Probably the saddest thing is watch a documentary about an amazing place. I'll never go again, but I did go once. And just kind of kicked it and watched uh, Star Wars on TV <laughs> and uh, got on the internet and stuff. I got I had a I had a boat I went out on like like a little paddle boat. I guess I did experience that. Didn't get like in that it. deep. Yeah, didn't get in it. Went to the crab race. You saw the tops of the coral, and that's the best part for me. <laughs> that's the nip. That's the nipples. Mm-hmm. That's what they're called. Uh, my dad has found himself in a bit of a jam. He hosted a company party with some coworkers at our house last weekend. One of the coworkers is vegan and brought over a tin of these brown cookie biscuit things, shaped and decorated like little squirrels. When she gave them to my dad, she referred to them as squirrel biscuits. My dad replied some of the effect of, oh, Violet, our dog, loves squirrels. To which she replied, well, I'm sure she'll love these too. The problem is, we have no idea whether these squirrel biscuits are actually meant for people or dogs. The coworker did not spe- specifically mention that there were either, and a cursory taste doesn't disprove either possibility. Oh, how do, how does one ask a vegan coworker if their cookies are meant for animals or people without offending her or making a fool of ourselves? And that's from Biscuit Bamboozled in Brooklyn. Holy shit! I I just like shit. I don't want to shut this question down. But generally speaking, when when dealing with foodstuffs, if a cursory taste test doesn't clear up whether it is food for humans or for dogs, then it is for a garbage can. I, if that is, if it's, if there is still a gray, mm, I don't know if this is human food or dog food. Well, there's a place for there's a place for this. The toilet you, or garbage can. Listen, I mean, I hate dog, to break right? it to you guys. I hate to break it to you guys, but from working at Petsmart. There are lots of, like, dog biscuit cookies that are, like, the ingredients are, like, peanut butter, flour, eggs. And it's like, wait, hold on. Who is this for? And it's, like, it's completely the same stuff. That's the thing is that, like, human food and dog food, there's only certain things that they can't eat. So there is, like, a a whole menu of, like, dog cookies that are basically the same ingredients as human cookies. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But we live in America... The most over, <laughs> it's the most overfooded country ever to exist. 
I if somebody says like here's a Wendy's has a new hamburger and it's huge and delicious for dogs, then I would and I'd be like, what's on it? They'd be like meat patty, lettuce, mustard, mayo, bacon, some Swiss, uh, caramelized onions, and a brioche bun. I'm like, that sounds good. It's for dogs though. Yeah, it's definitely for dogs. Oh, that's a shame. I'll, I guess I'll just have a spicy chicken boy. It is for it's a spicy chicken boy for dogs. No, this one's see it's under the human side yeah, of the menu. Well, then I want I, I want that. To Griffin's point, presumably this question actually doesn't know where to get other cookies. Like they yeah. could get other ones for sure. Would you get your dog's dog? freak? I, get, I hear your dog in the background. Like, mm, this sounds good as hell. Well, she's now, trying to weigh in. She's yeah. like, wait, hold on. Let me tell you my side of the story. This is actually an interesting thing because I was just thinking, well, just better safe than sorry. Give them to the dog. But if they're not made with ingredients dogs can get down on, then that would be bad. But the co- I guess the coworker did say. That the dog would enjoy them. Oh, mm. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I got it. I got it. You need to ask your coworker about this with very, or your dad's coworker with very little details. And you're going to do it like this. You know, my, my dog keeps begging for one of those cookies. Is it okay if I give him one? What's in it? That way you're not saying, I think these are dog cookies. And no. you're not saying, I'm eating them. Yeah, you've okay. made a tacit explanation. You've made a tacit endorsement of the fact that you've been eating them if you say no 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 it's just there's no reality in which you close a tin and the dog's like hey i remember what's in there no he doesn't (laughs) buzz off you know i have no idea what's in here go away and also travis it also leaves the door open for yes these are dog cookies but you a human being can eat them too and i am saying that that is unacceptable you just you should here's what you should say to these coworker straight up Dead ass. Is this for humans or dogs? <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, I guess either one could. No, shut the shut your fucking mouth. You tell me which one this is for. <laughs> now. Now. Humans or dogsies? <laughs> now. Well. Oh, my dog. You know, my when I was making them, my dog jumped up on the counter and ate a cup. Okay. Fucking question answered. Don't do this to me again. Don't cook for me again. <laughs> You, okay, I got a pretty good one. What if you were to ask them for the recipe, and they'll almost <laughs> certainly give you a link, and the link will either go to like four dogs only dot com or four people as well. Four dogs only dot com is actually a dating site for dogs only. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't have to be lonely. <laughs> is that a dog voice? That was Scooby Doo. It's their endorser. I do. A oh Scooby-Doo man, you're good too. at all the cartoon voices today. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Is Mel Blank here? I will say one caveat too, because I, I know we're gonna get tweets about it. But sometimes when I smell begging strips, I think, all right, that's all right. This looks all right. I'll think. I'd think. I think. You know what? I wouldn't kick it out of bed for being bacon strips. Griffin doesn't it, know it's not bacon. Okay. For twenty two ninety five, and I do mean two thousand two hundred ninety five. <laughs> I can buy fourdogsonly.com. Oh, that's a lot of juice. I know we have a lot of fun here buying web domains all the all the fucking time, but don't spend that much money on that website. Yeah, you're right. Unless we start making a podcast for dogs only. Only. only if you help them download it we'll know uh there will be like a void conf test but for dogs mm-hmm. and it'd be like hey click this button and if they click it it's like you failed you're a human you come on a human nice try uh you guys want to go to the money zone sure. i would love to 
follow me. Okay. Wow. We're here. Wow, it's beautiful. The legends are true. And what's that smell? It's begging strips. I saw it right over that ridge. (laughs) It's the bridge to Terabithia Money Zone. Be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful on that wet bridge. Be careful on that wet bridge. (laughs) That's a pretty bad bridge now that I think about it. I've always romanticized that book and its titular bridge, but fuck that bridge. That's a shitty bridge. That's a a fucking awful bridge. Travis, tell me about Blue Apron. Uh, well, you know, I, I will say that Teresa and I, uh, new baby, you know, it's hard to find the time to go out grocery shopping. So it's really nice to know that we have these, like, uh, like fully ready to be made. All the ingredients are right there in one place meals from Blue Apron. Blue Apron is a meal subscri- subscription service. Um, they send you everything you need and the quantities you need with the, like, easy-to-follow directions right there. So that's the thing. Is like, I think if everybody like had their druthers if it was up to them i think everybody would make these like beautiful meals every night but you know unless you're like a trained chef it's so hard to know like what ingredients you'll need when you're at the store it's so hard to know like oh is that uh, am i gonna need four of those or three of those like right off the top of your head without looking up the recipe well blue apron takes care of that for you they send you everything you need and then you make these amazing like delicious and you know in many ways good for you i mean like as much as eating a well-balanced meal will do you um right to your door um and it's uh less than ten dollars per person per meal you know it's a different menu every week and it's like it's wonderfully amazing like meals you wouldn't think of making for yourself uh you know last night we had latkes and uh beef and like these roasted uh, carrots and beets. It was amazing. It was incredible. So you should check it out. Uh, upcoming meals include like roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples, Thai green coconut curry with sweet potato and jasmine rice, brown butter and chestnut gnocchi with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. Like these are incredible meals. You make these meals for somebody, they're going to be like, what are you? Did you go to some kind of fancy chef school? And you say, yes, yes, I did. During that summer when you don't know what happened to me. I was at chef school, for all you know. Uh, So you want to go check it out? You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash mybrother. Um, You love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash mybrother. Travis, it's pronounced pronounced Janachi. Ah, damn it. Uh, Guess what underwear I'm wearing right now? Oh, I don't, I don't guess know. that's weird. You creep. Is it the like the, the, the like light green it. with the pink palm fronds? Was it the uh, one with the palm fronds on your butt and your juicy butt? No, it's the ghost ones from Halloween. Mine's Sorry. sort of like an abstract. It's just like a, it looks like stained. It looks like my uh, penis is stained glass. Mine's Beautiful. the one that looks like the um, the art from the uh, the Nickelodeon News Kids show. Oh, Nick News. Yeah. Travis has Linda Ellerby on his right butt cheek. These underwear belong in a museum, but you're going to put them on your genitals because that's how you do. And that's how MeUndies do. They're super comfortable. They cost the price of two cocktails and it's well worth it. You won't even remember the cocktails. You're just going to get, just have a great time, get drunk. That's no good. Save it. Just keep, 
Just send it back. Send the drink back. Get a refund and buy yourself some new underwear. If you're listening to this episode at a bar right now, stand up, leave, go get some Mondays. Uh, the underwear is made of modal, which is a special fabric with incredible raw materials that are scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. They're really comfortable, and they're only sold in MeUndies, where you can get free shipping uh, in the U.S. and Canada. For a limited time, everyone in our audience gets 20% off their first order. But you got to go to the special URL. It's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Uh, they have this better day guarantee. You got nothing to lose, so don't wait. Go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother right now for 20% off your first order. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Good, good underwear. Um, we have got, I'm, um, I'm going to do it. No, All right. You do it. Whoa. Got a message here for Roman Mars. Hey. Uh, hi, Roman. Different uh, Roman Mars. Super common name. Oh, shoot. It's from Adam, who says, great job. Keep up the good work. And that's next available. So we did it. Best message ever. Best recipient ever. Good body of the message. Also, Roman has a great a great body. Go on. Um, just a good message. Mm-hmm. No, talk more about Roman Mars's body, please. Talk about the the various curves and angles of talk Roman about his Mars's sinews. Body. He's an extremely I- angular man. Mm. He's a well built man, and he He's can so do a well-built. podcast episode all about the details that went into building himself. It's really fun. The, I've I've met him in person a couple of times, and the only the only thing about Roman is. And I'm trying to be quiet because I don't want him to hear this part if he's listening. The only thing about Roman is he starts podcasting a lot of times when you are not ready for him to. You don't know. Like you're just talking to him about your day. And then you just see a microphone kind of descend from the ceiling that he rigged earlier. And it's like, hey, Rome. We call him Rome. He insists on it. We're like, hey, Rome. um, Not now. You know, not. Yeah. Not right now. I think you'll be like, you'll be like, I wonder why sunflowers look the way you do, look the way they do. And then you look over, here comes from a microphone from the ceiling. You're like, oh, I'm about to get, yep, I'm about to get invisible. Okay. It's going to, the microphone is, uh, that's where the name of the show comes from. The microphone is extremely well camouflaged. Mm -hmm. But not, but not, but not not completely completely, camouflaged. (laughs) Not completely. But if you look, you'll see it. But it's, I mean, it's in there. But if you're not paying attention, your eyes will slide right off of it. Slide right past it. Razzle dazzle. Um, I um, want to tell you guys about uh, the uh, Daughter of the Stars by Brenna Campbell on Amazon. Uh, it's a new book. It's actually in my stack of like uh, two read books, which admittedly I'm moving through far too slowly, thanks to New Baby. Um, but Brenna Campbell's first epic fantasy novel, Do- Daughter of the Stars, is here. A young sorceress and her anxious werebear boyfriend must embark on a treacherous journey to stop an evil king, all while on the run from the monstrous man she's being forced to marry. This book includes centaurs, evil demigods, bulls that can see the future. Eels that cause thunderstorms, unicorns, forest lions, and cobras that can change color to mimic anything they see. So check out Daughter of the Stars by Brenna Campbell, B-R-Y-N-N-A Campbell on Amazon. Hopefully the next edition will lose the eels, and then maybe we'll talk. Listen, it's 10 bucks in paperback, $5 on Kindle. You can't afford not to read this book. 
I'm Hal Lublin. I'm Danielle Radford. I am Michael Eagle. And we are the hosts of Tights and Fights, Maximum Fun's newest podcast dedicated to all things wrestling. We'll be talking about Sasha Banks, the women's revolution, Sasha Banks, the brand split, and Sasha Banks' wigs. And we'll also be talking about wrestler fashion. Some wrestlers wear too many clothes. Some wrestlers don't wear enough clothes at all. And I'll be doing impressions of all your favorite wrestlers. New episodes Thursdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, dig it. Tyson and Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Okay, well then, how about this one from uh, Zoe Kinski, riding high? Thank you, Zoe. It's Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. We'll call him Brett. Asks, what are some Juggalo prayers? Hmm? What are some Juggalo prayers? What are some Juggalo prayers? No details. No further details. What do you, I mean, what word in this are you having trouble with? Prayer, a cosmic sort of shout to the, to the sky, a plea with celestial, and then Juggalo is, they like that one kind of crazy band. Uh-huh. Like a yeah. lot, so much so that they do all kinds of whack shit. I guess, Griffin, the, the snag for me is why liking ICP would necessitate your own its special own prayers. set, of, its own liturgy. I mean, it requires its own beverage and aesthetic. I don't think mm-hmm. this is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Do you, hmm. Hmm. Okay. So here's the question. The, oh, here's the question. Is it prayers related specifically to juggalo-related things or juggalo prayers for everyday things? Hmm. Mm. Are you praying to God or to the Juggalo band members? Mm-hmm. Or to Hatchet Man? Is or that to person? Hatchet Man, a sort of symbolic representative of the of the Juggalo band. Like, would you say, Hatchet Man, please help me do good on my bio- biology test today? Or would you say, like, dear God, please don't let me get trampled at the ICP show? I mean, um... This person delivering a juggalo prayer definitely isn't taking a biology exam. And I don't want to be hateful, but. Um, um, I do have some. Oh, good. I found these juggalosforlife.com. Now, this site does look unofficial, so I'm not sure that these prayers speak for the entirety of the juggalo family. And I, and I apologize in, in, for, for that. Um, here's the first. I pledge allegiance to the hatchet of the mm. underground juggalo society. Sort of a parody, sort of like a weird owl <laughs> parody. <laughs> and to the ninjas for which it stands, one family under clowns, full of freaks, with Fago and Needon for all. I don't know what that What's is. What's that last one? That is, uh, a genital reference. Oh. Second prayer. <laughs> we will never die alone. Juggalos will carry on. Swing our hatchets if we must. Each and every one of us. So what if <clears throat> you deliver this Juggalo prayer? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, the Juggalo I band I shouldn't members, be doing it because I'm not a Juggalo priest. Right, but, it's mm-hmm. not. It's This is, this is. we hope we haven't offended any of our Juggalo listeners. Um, but 
you deliver this, and the members of the ICP, um, Alt Alt J, Killer Mike, they all hear it, and they they say thank you for these good, thank you for these prayers for our band. But then maybe God hears some of it too, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's a fun, that's kind of a new one. God what do you even is sorry to listen to all prayers? It should be pointed out. So what do you like? Hmm. <laughs> We will never die alone. Juggalos will carry on. Swing our hatchets if we must, each and every one of us. So, like, what are you asking for here? Because I'm, I'm here to help. Um, I, I want to. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, God. Um, we're actually for good. You. We're good. Oh, this is awkward. I'd, I would like to know what God would make of the fourth prayer, which goes like this: Mass murder makes me happy. Mm. Dead bodies make me happy. Mm. Okay. Say what you will of me. I'll always have Juggalo family. And it's the fun, the funnest thing about Juggalos, which I think are amazing and wonderful, uh, broadly speaking, mm. is that like they can turn pretty much anything into a family value. They can like, they have co-opted their mass murder and dead bodies as like family value. Like this is something our what? family celebrates. This may not be for your family, but our Juggalo family believes that mass murder makes us happy as do dead bodies. And that's just our you, family value. Let me tell you why this disappoints me. I was immediately struck by, I believe, prayer number two, the line, swing our hatchets if we must, which I appreciated. I appreciated the restraint that they were not looking for opportunities to swing their hatchets, but they for recognized sure, right. that there would be a time when they must. Um, I found to prayer number four, and it seems like they that restraint is out the window. I don't understand. Sure, sure. It's different sects. Um, there is. I found another Juggalo prayer, and it says, "When I die, show no pity. Send my soul to Juggalo City. Dig my grave six feet deep. Put two matches at my feet. Put two hatchets on my chest, and tell my homies I did my best." This one is sweet. This one has like, like this one's kind of sweet because it's like um, I did my I did my best. Uh, and it's also asking some stuff. And there's some there's some actual requests. Ritual, in here, I ritual that. is is. What huge. do you think Juggalo City is like? Um, Gary, Indiana. It's probably uh, what's it called? Hole in Rock is that the name of where they have the uh, Juggalo Festival? Mm. Actually, Juggalo City is up in the sky. It's in the clouds. It's in the cl- it's a floating sky city. The gathering, right? That's the it's in that's the name of the place. Uh, you right? you uh, know a hundred percent more about jugglos than I do. I promise. I have found cave more juggalo rock. prayers. Cave in rock, but that was two thousand seven to two thousand thirteen. It moved to a place that is literally called Legend Valley, which okay. is so fucking good. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray Shangri La, my soul to keep. But if I'm dead before I wake. I pray to ninjas my axe to take. Pass it on from clown to clown, and I'll have fun from the underground. <laughs> Swinging hatchets now worldwide, hatchets held high. That's Juggalo pride. Okay. The thing uh, is, it's re- when you get a new hatchet that has been passed down to you, you have to memorize the names uh-huh. of all the ninjas <laughs> before you that have wielded that axe. And it can be, I mean, it could be weeks Mm-hmm. It can be it can be very, very a long process, but uh, it is it is essential to have that appreciation. I can't think of anything I love enough that if given the opportunity to go to like a dope like a, just like a great sort of fun, fun uh, festival 
um, where that whole community gets together. Um, I can't think of anything that I love enough that I would be down for that if all 50,000 of those people also had axes. <laughs> I'm a uh, big, like... It could be like a Pokemon Carly Rae Jepsen cross-fest. Yeah, it's like, come, come all play... the attendees had axes and hatchets. Come trade with the queen. She's she's doling out shinies. And I'd be like, that sounds fucking tight. They're like, 50,000 people are going to be there. She's going to be playing nonstop for three straight days. I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, sign me up. Everyone's going to have an axe, and you'll have an axe. Well, that seems dangerous, doesn't it? Like, what if a trade goes wrong? What if, like, she starts playing store and just the party gets way too lit? Um, now they the, don't, but they're not looking for mass murder, right? No, actually, they pray. They prayed mm, for it. Prayed so for that's it. the only. <laughs> uh, you may not even. I don't care if you. If there, if you're at a place, there's fifty thousand small axes. You don't. It doesn't have to be intentional. At least ten people are going to get chopped. I have discovered. Okay. The thirteen Juggalo commandments. This seems like a lot of Juggalo talk, though. Yeah, it seems like we've talked about Juggalos May for about 20 I just minutes. pick three of my favorite? I, how about I your one favorite? I don't want Juggalos to feel like I'm putting them okay, on Okay, we'll start with one. We'll start with one. We'll okay. just do one, all right? This is the first commandment. I should also point out in the top corner of this image uh, is the letters J-N-C-O. So just like, right up there, Jinko. Uh, uh, commandment one. Thou shalt always holla a whoop whoop to let thy neighbor know you're around. That's Love easy. That. That, that one's That's easy really to do. Uh, number no, three. No, always... we just we said what? one juggalo commandment. Mm, uh, okay, but okay, but okay, but five is thou shalt always keep ye shit wicked and wild. Okay, that's it. Yeah, you got two. You good. got double that's the commandments good. we allowed you to say. I want juggalos to know. That this show is a place for them to feel comforted and welcome. Um, they don't even have to hollow a whoop whoop to let us know they're around. They're they're welcome here anytime. I would prefer though that they leave the mass murder mm -hmm. at another podcast. There's probably mm -hmm. other podcasts that would be a little more maybe my favorite mass murder. That could be one that they might enjoy that murder side of them over there. And over here they can just like have a good time. And enjoy themselves. Yeah, this is more of a. This is like the the come down. This is more of the like. Uh, this is where we come to get away from all the mass murder. I am right now going to change our iTunes description. Oh boy! To the gathering of the Juggalos chill out tent. Oh, let's not do. Don't do. No, 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 no. Let's not. No, 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 no. Because I want this to be. No, no, no. I want this to be a safe place for Juggalos. But I think they've done some pretty dubious stuff in the past. That maybe we, maybe we don't want to be their official sort of source. How about instead, Justin? You just our primary category will be comedy. Our second category will be ICP podcast. Let's not. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe we don't do it. Maybe we don't do it. Show me a group that hasn't made some missteps. <laughs> I think they've made some pretty, pretty Show bad missteps that we don't maybe want to. That hasn't had some fringe members getting oh, out no. there and getting <laughs> buck wild. Okay, every Justin... juggalo I have ever met has been pleasant, calm, and an average level of interest in mass murder. I yeah. would say, like, not disinterested, but, like, a very healthy yeah. amount of interest in mass murder conceptually, I would say. Every group that has murder prayers has some bad apples in it. 
People take that shit too seriously sometimes. People take that shit too seriously. They get a little too wicked and wild. The scriptures are open to interpretation. That's why it's a living document. Violent J didn't mean murder or mass murder. Literally. He meant it conceptually, maybe. (laughs) Mass murdering of, like, evil ideas. You know what I mean? Ideas or prejudice. Use your hatchet to kill prejudice on a mass basis. Yeah. Every time you see prejudice, hit it with your small axe that you carry around with you because you like this band very much. This is my small axe. I carry it around with me because I like this band very much. The other day, I caught sight of myself drinking a bottle of beer in my reflection and realized for the first time the way I drink looks a lot stranger than I thought. I put my whole mouth over the opening to drink rather than simply bringing the bottle to lips and sipping. Is that weird? Do you see other people who drink like that? (laughs) I'm 26 years old, and even though it might look weird, maybe it could be my thing. (laughs) Is it? Is it? (laughs) Old wide mouth Greg. Is it too weird to be sustainable? Or am I just being paranoid and it doesn't change or doesn't matter at all? That's from Chillously Chugging. (laughs) This is... I don't know why you clowns are laughing. If this is this is a perfectly valid way to consume a bottled beverage. You get excited. You want it in there so fast. You don't want to lose a drop in your in your snot trough. You know what I mean? You Let got a hundred percent coverage. I'll tell you why it's funny to me. Um, along with the fact that it is a great question, and that is, I I I, I have had many friends over the years, especially during college, that were constantly in in search of like what their thing was. And I love the idea of the way you put your mouth on a beer bottle is your thing. That's like what you're known as. Oh, man, I love having that dude at parties. <laughs> the way he puts his mouth on that bottle, it's awesome. So good. I, lo- I lose it every time. Because it's both funny and innovative. <laughs> and it's I don't so know. real. I see people chugging and drinking like real fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how these people are doing it. I just don't get it. I watch, I watch, you see in movies and it's like, here's a cool guy. Look at how fast he drinks a beer. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I, I can't drink any fluid that fast. I don't know how these people are doing it. Maybe I do the full coverage of the bottle. I don't know. Now I'm fucking paranoid about my own technique. I actually don't think you could chug a beer bottle in the method that this person is describing because I feel like they're, fit the physics would get in your way like you couldn't replace mm-hmm. the beer with air and you'd have a vacuum and wouldn't be able to continue drinking it you just have to poke a hole in the bottom of the bottle okay that's commitment yeah you're gonna need a really hot nail and patience Wait, do you guys drink beer bottles like this it's been a long time since i drank a beer bottle I'm mm, i always i choose to decant <laughs> Um, um, no, I really do choose to decant. I, I mean, I don't know what's in the bottom of that fucking Coors. Could be some uh, sediment in there. I don't, I'm not interested in it. Teresa gives me a hard time because I never finish the last quarter inch of any bottled beer ever. Because I just mm. assume that there's some like, you know, a, from like home brewing and craft brewing, you do end up with stuff down there. Like I'm not, I'm not making that up, but I doubt that that's true of like a Miller High Life. You know what I mean? That's why I drink it. I don't want to fuck with. I don't want to have to strain my shit through cheesecloth before I drink it. I just want to get fucked up in this pool. 
this community pool that I'm going to get kicked out of with your Bud Light limes with my Bud Light limes that are half backwash when you buy them. And that is a (laughs) convenience because then you can just throw them away when they get warm. Speaking of somebody who you guys lived with for a month, you also uh, both don't finish the second um, half of any of your sodas ever. You it's just so leave much. Them 12 ounces around. is so much. Give it to me in the Japanese style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me a tiny, give me a tiny discreet six ouncer and I'll slam it. And that's right in front of the convenience like, that's store. That's all the soda you need. And it also makes you feel like a giant. I love it. Love I don't want to drink. Here's a 29 ounce Coke Zero. It's like, that's going to take me a, a whole week to finish that. What a give chore. Give me a little a, a little ball of it. How dope would it be? You remember those balls of apple juice they had on Boy Meets World? I want to drink every beverage out of that. It's the perfect amount of fluid. And I could chug that probably pretty good, and I would look cool doing it. It's not that I mind the cost of the wasted sodas. It's just the inconvenience. <laughs> and, I mean, cleaning well, them up. Well, that's why you got to gotta start more. composting those. Um, That doesn't make sense. Well, you let them ferment, and they become like you know soda beer. Worms eat them, mm-hmm. and then they turn into biofuels. Look uh, it up. There's a lot look, of science on it. I'll share. With there's you. a lot of science on the sci- Christian Science Monitor website, folks. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for enjoying our program with us. Uh, I this this is not a plug so much as just as to say. We're two months out now, approximately, from uh, the My Brother, My Brother, Me TV show on CISO, and we've seen all the episodes now. I think I think y'all are really going to like it. I hope you're looking forward to it because I think you're going to really enjoy it. And I we've just started say to get that. we've started to get trailers for it, and it's crazy that we made a thing that has a trailer. I know that's weird, weird to say, but like that was the that's a very recent thing that kind of stuck out to me. Like, oh, this thing has a a trailer. That's that's something. And I know, I, I know that a lot of people are listening to this and they are not in America. And right now, CISO is not available outside of America. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's a thing that, you know, they know about, they're aware of. And we know that that's a bummer. But the good news is at least one episode will be available on YouTube for everybody. So everybody will get to see at least one episode. Um, but we and really to- think you're going to dig it. And we won't have a lot of say in this stuff. Like, if you are in another country and you want CISO, like, honestly, the best thing you could do is just let them know. Um, And I'm not saying, like, launch a big, you know, social media campaign or whatever. But, like, if you would like to see it and you can't, let them know just so they know that there's, you know, there's a demand there and they know how to prioritize that stuff, I guess. I Maybe that would help. I don't run a streaming TV service, so I'm kind of talking out of my ass here. This is a, like, just... What I can tell you is we cannot help. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Unlike everything for the last six years, we have very little control over it at this point. Yeah. Um, Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use for our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a fucking great album. Great holidays gift. Uh, John Roderick also made a Christmas album with Jonathan Colton uh, called... Uh, Christmas at a time. You won Christmas at a time. It's really, really good. I don't even know if you can still get it, but if you can, another great holiday gift, great music. uh, You shouldn't get it this way unless you can't buy it, but it is on Spotify, so you could check it out there. Um, Awesome. Uh, Quick updates. Uh, MBMBM Angels hit 100%. You done did it again. You're all incredible. Um, I I am supremely touched by that. Um, Yeah, you're wonderful. 
And the world builders, I think uh, when this comes out, there will be two days left on it. This is Patrick Rothfuss's um, charity that goes to benefit Heifer International. Um, our updated goal was 2500 and we've already raised for the My Brother, My Brother and Me team $3,500. Um, so, and I think they're well over $2 million, uh, for the charity overall. So there's still some time left to donate when you hear this. And you can go to bit.ly forward slash MBMBAMWB. Um, two more quick things. If you're going to be at San Francisco Sketchfest this year, the first weekend, uh, the 12, 13, 14, that, that weekend in January, um, I am going to be there. Uh, I'm going on Joseph Scrimshaw's show, Obsessed, uh, Saturday afternoon at 4.30, I think. And I'm doing uh, Jordan, Jesse Go Saturday afternoon at 1. Uh, so if you want to come out and see those, you totally should. Otherwise, I'll just be hanging out seeing shows myself. Um, um, what else? Any, anything else? Did we thank Max Fun? Thank you, Max Fun. Check out all the other shows on MaximumFun.org. Uh, go to McElroyShows.com to check out all the other projects that we do. Uh, oh, get in, your, can- get in your Candle Nights questions because that's the next step. Yeah. Um, are we going to try to do that early? Do we know? I think maybe folks, you know, they usually after after Christmas Day, there's such a come down. What if we were there waiting for them on the 26th? It's fine by me. I just don't know when we do it. We'll figure it out. Okay, that's coming up. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Justin, right. are you, are you okay? Yeah, I uh, I was looking to see. Uh, here's here's actually what was happening. I was looking at our team on World Builders, and I was trying to figure out some teams that we can make fun of that we're beating. But I thought that that's probably not in the spirit of charity. And then there are other teams, many teams that are beating us, and I don't want it to be a thing. So that's what that's the mental math that I've been running in my mm-hmm. head. So that makes sense. That all tracks. Yeah. God, that we're tracks. so good at being philanthropists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just like, it, I can't take any credit for it, so bragging about it seems weird. Or maybe that's Fair. like a good time for bragging. I don't actually, know, you know what I mean? Because it's like boasting for people you care about. And I think that mm. that's really nice. Like, really nice to me. I mean, I do um, still want to kick everybody's ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to kick everybody's ass. That would be ass. nice. Anyway, uh, uh, that's good. We're done. Yeah, final Yahoo. This one sent in by level 9000. Yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's Yahoo Answers user. Chaz Van Blom. Who asks, where can I find a free JPEG image of Tim Allen dressed as Santa Claus? <laughs> free, free, mind you. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I paid 20 damn dollars for this Tim Allen JPEG. Damn it. It is glossy, I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. Me kiss your dad square on the lips. What do Maria Bamford, Jad Abumrad, Dick Cavett, Phoebe Robinson, Dan Deacon, W. Kamau Bell, Brooke Gladstone, and Andrew W.K. have in common? They've all been speakers and performers at past MaxFunCons. Every MaxFunCon is a murderer's row of amazing stand-up comedians, thoughtful cultural leaders, and skilled artists. And MaxFunCon and MaxFunCon East 2017 will be no different. Visit MaxFunCon.com for dates and more information and to grab your ticket before they're gone. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.